Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Well, hello and welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. This is Kristen, as you can hear. And um, sadly, I am on my own today. Todd is not feeling well. So I am going to, um, I'm going to take some time with you just sharing some of my thoughts today. So I'm actually really excited to share. We've been talking about different places in the Bible. We've been walking through, as Todd said last week, a survey of the Bible, looking at where the Bible talks about one flesh. And I am going to wait until next week to talk about specifically the verse we were planning to talk about today about one flesh, um, because I want to talk about this with Todd. But the area of scripture we're looking at for that scripture, I'm going to talk about what comes right after that today. So it's going to be in 1 Corinthians 6. First, we're going to look at verses 17 through 20. And this is uh, where Paul is writing a letter to the church in Corinth, answering a lot of questions and Um, They're doing a lot of things that there's just a lot of confusion around, falling into a lot of sin, and he is giving instruction to the church. And in this area, the topic is sexual immorality, avoiding sexual sin, and uh, where it talks about one flesh. And what we are going to talk about next week is the takeaway from that is that sex is not just physical. It is not just a physical act. There is something very spiritual about sex, about one flesh. And so we are going to talk about that next week. And I won't go into those scriptures right now, but right before verse 17, it does say, for the scriptures say, the two are united into one. And so it's talking about how in sex, the two become one flesh. And it goes on to say, and I'm going to look at a few different versions of these scriptures we're going to talk about today, verses 17 through 20, where it says, um, first of all, I'm going to start with the New Living Translation. And it says, but the person who's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is a temple, is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. Okay, now I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation. But the one who joins himself to the Lord is mingled into one spirit with him. This is why you must keep running away from sexual immorality. For every other sin a person commits is external to the body, but immorality involves sinning against your own body. Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness who lives in you? 
You don't belong to yourself any longer. For the gift of God, the Holy Spirit, lives inside your sanctuary. You were God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood. So by all means, then, use your body to bring glory to God. Okay, I'm going to read two more versions. This is the message translation. Since we want to become spiritually one with the master, we must not pursue the kind of sex that avoids commitment and intimacy, leaving us more lonely than ever. The kind of sex that can never become one. There is a sense in which sexual sins are different from all others. In sexual sin, we violate the sacredness of our own bodies. The sacredness of our own bodies. These bodies that were made for God-given and God-modeled love for becoming one with another? Or didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit? Don't you see that you can't live however you please, squandering what God paid such a high price for? The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you. God owns the whole works. So let people see God in and through your body. Okay, and the last one is the ESV version. But he who is joined to the, to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Okay, and again, that is 1 Corinthians 6, verses 17 through 20. So (laughs) what I really want us to look at today is just thinking about our bodies, thinking about how Our bodies, these scriptures very clearly say our bodies are made to glorify God. So our bodies are made to glorify God. And I heard it said one time, what if our bodies are made for God glorification and not self-gratification? What if our bodies are made for God glorification and and not self-gratification, which is very clear by reading the scriptures. That is absolutely the case. And so I just want to have us spend a few minutes today just thinking about our bodies. Our bodies, as these scriptures have said, are clearly made by God. God knit our bodies together in our mother's womb for his purposes and he knit our bodies together that we could actually become the sanctuary of God. That we could actually house the Holy Spirit. So if you, who are listening to this, have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit lives in you. If you have not yet done that, (laughs) oh, I pray that you will just invite Jesus 
in. He is pursuing you, and we're going to talk about that more, but he is pursuing you. He desires intimate relationship with you, and all you have to do is say yes to him. Believe that he died on the cross for your sins and receive him as your Lord and Savior, and his spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, indwells you. So he lives inside our bodies. Therefore, our bodies are sacred. Whether we feel like they're sacred or not, our bodies are sacred because we have the Holy Spirit living within us. So what if we looked at our bodies in the way that God designed them? What if we looked at our bodies and saw that, wow, our bodies are glorious. They are a treasure. They're a powerful entity because they house the Holy Spirit of God. I think if we understood that, if we truly began to let that sink deep in our hearts, we would talk about our bodies differently. We would think about our bodies differently. We would treat our bodies differently. And we would use our bodies in a different kind of way. And so we'll talk about that. But thinking about our bodies housing the Holy Spirit, first of all, God made our bodies. Jesus made our bodies. He knit our bodies together in our mother's womb. And he made our bodies so that they could heal themselves. And our bodies are incredibly, incredibly um, brilliant, (laughs) the way God knit them together. And... Not only all of that, that would be amazing in and of itself, but it's a whole different level when we realize the Holy Spirit lives in us. We are in him and he is in us. And so that empowers us so greatly. And so what if we celebrated that, received that? Thank you, Jesus, that you live inside of me. My body is good. I want to take the best care I can of my body because you are in me. So eating the right kind of kinds of food, taking care of our bodies, moving, breathing. And then what about the things that we let come into our minds and our eyes and our hearts? I was thinking about how, okay, if the Holy Spirit lives in us and we are maybe watching something on TV that's just not God-honoring, that's actually maybe even evil or um, just even negative or um, just something that is just not an honoring thing to God. And we're putting that, we're watching that that's going into our eyes, going into our ears. And just think of how, no wonder then we have this, it's like an internal battle going on within ourselves that somehow we just don't feel right. And it's because it, it, that can't, that can't mesh with the Holy Spirit of God. And so think about that in a different way then when we are thinking on things that are good and lovely and pleasing and pure, we are listening to things that are honoring to God. We are speaking in a way that honors others, that love, that loves others. We're talking to someone who is very loving and kind. We're we're listening to music that is honoring to God. All those things, when those things come in and they mesh so beautifully with the Holy Spirit, think of the empowerment. Just think of how much power can go out of our lives 
like in the best way possible. <laughs> um, I just think that is incredible when you think about meshing those things with already the Holy Spirit living within us. There's just so much power, so much fruit that will be had through that. And when you think about the fruits of the Holy Spirit, the, the Holy Spirit lives in us. And if it's if we are allowing him to live in and through us, we will bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And if we just let our bodies come alive in these areas, our life is, is filled. It's, we are able to display who God is in the way that he designed us to through our bodies. So we're able to love others. We're able to be patient with others. And it's not something we have to try to do. But if we're receiving the truth of, wow, the Holy Spirit lives in me and my body is so good and I want to use my body to be able to love another person and I can do that because I have the Holy Spirit in me, um, that's just incredibly powerful. We can wrap our arms around someone and just wrap them up in the love of God and they can experience the love of God through our bodies. And that is a powerful, powerful thing. So I think so many times we talk negatively about our bodies. And so I just want to encourage you to try to shift that thinking and ask the Lord, what do you say about my body? How do you see my body? How should I walk in my body? How should I receive others through my body? How should I treat others with my body? Is my body being used for God glorification? Or am I trying to get something from someone to try to fill something um, and try to get um, try to experience self gratification. And I really believe if we can, I was thinking about the verse, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I was thinking as we're delighting in him living in us, if we're delighting in our bodies, if we're delighting in how we can, through our bodies, through our eyesight, we can see the beauty of God. We can hear the birds singing. We can hear waves crashing through the, in the ocean. We can, um, we can feel something very soft and, and warm and cozy. We can smell the beautiful smells that, that God has given us through our senses, through our body. We experience all of this goodness and we can delight ourselves in him. He'll give us the desires of our heart and the desires of our heart are met through him. He will give us the desires of our heart. He does him and it's him. It is his spirit alive in us. He is the one who will give us the desires of our heart. He fills the desires of our heart. So it's not some external thing. It is an internal him, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. He will be the one to give us the desires of our heart. So we won't have to go out there looking for somehow to get some kind of self-gratification. Instead, we can live in our bodies glorifying God and giving glory to God and experiencing God glorification through our bodies. And the last thing I'm going to say is our bodies are made to give and receive love. Now, this is something that I've, I've we've Todd and I have spent a lot of time studying um, through theology of the body. It is incredibly powerful, and what we're what we've learned over the years is that what God does is He takes things that are visible to display the invisible. 
Like we are not standing right now. I mean, the Holy Spirit is in us. He has indwelled us. So he is truly with us, like as with us as he can be. But we cannot see with our eyes Jesus. We can't see with our eyes God or the Holy Spirit. But he gives us things to be able to display who he is so we can understand more of who he is. And one very powerful thing he's given us to display the gospel, to display who he is, is our bodies. And that is the theology of the body. There's so much in theology of the body. But what theology of the body teaches us, teaches us is that our bodies show that we are made to give and receive love. Our bodies are a picture of the gospel. So a man's body very clearly shows that he has desire for his bride. He wants to pursue. His his body shows that he is a man of pursuit. He is a man to love, to display God's love. Your body is one as a man that can remind you often that you are made to love. God pursues and loves and wants intimate relationship with us, his bride. And a man, his body is made to display that reality, that truth. A woman's body is designed to receive, to receive her husband. This is a picture of, again, the bride of Christ. We are made to receive the love of God. We are made to receive the love of God. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Love them. Christ loves his bride, and he pursues his bride. Our bodies display the giving and receiving of love. They are made to give and receive the love of God. They're not made for any kind of self-gratification. Okay, I need something from you. I need something from someone. Um, just seeking out something to to fill me up because I have this need. No, that is that is the enemy's deception. That's the distortion of the enemy. The truth is, we are made for God. We are made for his intimate love, and our bodies can display that. Our bodies show we are made to give and receive love. We're made for that. And so if that is completely confusing to you, I'm not surprised. (laughs) If that's the first time you've heard something like that, I I get it when I first heard it. Actually, even before I read it, um, before Todd and I were reading it in Theology of the Body, we, we really, the Lord really did, the Holy Spirit did enlighten us and show us this truth. And it was mind-blowing and changed everything, really. And um, so then when, when we started studying theology of the body, we were completely blown away by by the Holy Spirit, by the goodness of God, by how powerfully he does speak to, to his church. And so I guess I would just encourage you, ask the Lord about it. Um, 
Is what Kristen's talking about crazy or is it truth? Lord, will you show me? And so my encouragement to you is, yes, ask the Lord that question. And also just ask him, am I glorifying you with my body? And what does that look like? Okay. I think that's it for today. I hope this was helpful. I hope it gave you some things to think about. And um, I pray that you will start to see your body, male, female, doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, that you will start, start to see your body as truly a gift of God that houses the Holy Spirit, that is a beautiful, sacred place that the Holy Spirit lives in and that you will just begin to truly enjoy the gift of your body and um, being able to honor God with your body. So thank you so much for joining me today. Have a wonderful week and we will look forward to talking with you next week. I'll have Todd back. Okay. Talk to you soon. Take care. Together, let's learn to love fearlessly.